Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Someone you only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Welcome to Night A Beyonce Season 10, episode 8, part 2. My guest is the the bearded, the her sweet, the his sweet, <laughs> he's sweet, Kyle from Reality, Night of Fiance, Reality Cray Cray. I Thank you again for having me. Yes, I'm so happy to have you. Is it, your show is called Night of Fiance, Cray Cray. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> why, do think, why do I think reality is in there? Reality Cray Cray is like the, the podcast umbrella. I had right? one job, and that is to not to say the name of your show correctly. <laughs> it's fine. Reality Cray Cray also includes our, we have another podcast that covers documentaries, um, which is under that kind of umbrella. Uh, have you watched Twin Flames? universe i have watched i watched the one um the hulu one a while back um but there's I have, two that i'm aware of one's on amazon i think oh, i just saw balloons i just i don't know <laughs> i don't know i fucking do that all the time and i have no idea how i was outrageously gaslit because maddie had it and i would say oh something's happening and he was like i didn't see a thing <laughs> And and they made me think I was actually crazy. Anyway, so there's a there's a Netflix one and a Amazon one. I think that's the one. But, Amazon, okay. not Hulu. Um, I've said uh, one thing about it. I've said that in the Netflix one, 
uh, that what's her name? I always forget the, her name, but it's almost like she's a puppet and that he's got his hand up her ass. Shalea. Shalea. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, this man is what ha- this man is what happens when you tell theater kids they're talented. <laughs> because. But you only li- let them perform on Zoom. Yes. That this is this is this is what happens when you have a theater teacher who kind of is nice to you, even though you're not really talented. And she says, "Yeah, I think he could do something one day. I think he's got real talent." And she doesn't mean it. <laughs> and this guy took it and ran with it. Ugh, you you're doing all of it on your B sides, right? Our, our yeah, our documentary podcast is called D sides. D sides, yeah. We just put out a four-hour-long discussion of that shit show. Um, I have to finish it. I'm like halfway through episode two. A good chunk of it was a dramatic reading I did of (laughs) a blog that Jeff wrote where he was trying to manifest a harem. But Wow. um, Yeah. The other thing about this guy is... He totally would have been gay if he could have been. <laughs> like, there's, really? There's a lot of uh, thou doth protest too much coming out of him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think if he, if, he, if he had it in him really to jump into the gay pool, um, I don't think he would have really, really made a good gay guy. That's not what I'm saying. But I don't think he would have ever he, – he could never go there, so he has to go to the complete opposite. It's kind of like the, the, the Keith Raniere. He's trying to be the Keith Raniere type who's much smarter than he is. It's a, it's a lot of effort to just try to justify to yourself that you want a twink. <laughs> The whole divine masculine, divine feminine. I mean, it, the twink really, is a divine masculine and a divine feminine in one. Like you're it's really like shampoo over. and conditioner. No, that's incorrect. <laughs> Bi people don't exist. Okay, we've, we've established <laughs> this by now. It's just a lot of work to kind of justify the like that. Ah, man, no, I I cults, totally agree. All these cults somehow both seem way too easy, but also too much work. I agree. I My takeaway with the first couple of episodes that I watched was these may be the stupidest cult members that I've ever seen. Like that they would believe any of this. And because th- these are two clowns. One of them, the woman is literally wearing clown makeup. <laughs> yeah. Like in her, she's doing a lot of experimental procedures. And in the one that I'm seeing, she just kind of stares at the camera the whole time. The whole time. Just absolutely <laughs> blank. Soullessly. <laughs> yeah. Waiting for the ventriloquist to animate her. <laughs> So he's he, while he's drinking water, she's talking. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's something. Um, so y'all check that out on D sides. If you if you can't get enough of Twin Flames, check out Reality Cray Cray's D sides. I I would I want to I would love to hear y'all talk about that because these people 
the I the thing about it is the, these two people they they should not have been able to be cult leaders. Absolutely they sh- agreed. They're not that talented. There's, there's Man- Manson very was talented. Little, <laughs> very little charisma comes through on the documentaries. Right. Yeah. Uh, Keith Raniere, extremely charismatic. What 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 he was able to do, and at least those women burned themselves with coat hangers. These people aren't doing anything like that. It really it really shows how desperate people are for connection and and love and our culture is so like this disney princess stuff like finding your finding your perfect soulmate is so ingrained into people from they birth that you're exist. you're like an incomplete human without yeah, your twin flame your twin flame yeah y'all say it with me your soulmate doesn't exist we've said it over and over again on the podcast or or you got like seven soulmates right and you're just and you're just hoping you go to the right bar because they're <laughs> yeah you'll find you'll find them occasionally and or as i always say find someone you can tolerate and and then settle down find someone that you agree with money on and that you find marginally attractive and then you're good ding 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 yeah. <laughs> it's not setting the bar low, y'all. It's realism. Yeah. It's it's <sighs> how could I tolerate another human being for th- at least 20 years? I god, that seems I still think I still think I've said this on the pod and some may call it um a little cynical, but I said bleak. If you're <laughs> imagine coming from me. I said uh, if you if your marriage lasts for three or four years or five years even, that's a good run. That's a that's a really good run, especially for a first marriage. Oh I didn't God. make it that long on the first. Exactly. <laughs> if you're I'm second at ten one, now. If you're, <laughs> I feel like we're just locked in now. I mean, there's no escape. Uh, you'd have to. It wouldn't be you. She'd just have to like not come home one day. She'd or just walk out. <laughs> Go for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. And like radically change her life. Like f- fucking Carrie Mulligan and promising young woman. Like fucking walk out the door and become a different person. Well, now you're giving me nightmares. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your wife's an independent woman. So you chose that. You never know the other side of this uh, other side of the coin. She has opinions. It's just awful. (laughs) Anyway, y'all, we're here to anyway. I I need to watch the rest of that. I and then there's the new thing called Mother God that just came out. I've heard Um, that is pretty crazy as well. Yeah. Although the end of Twin Flames, it really escalates quickly. I mean, by the end, the guy is trying to create a master race on a compound. When you said you said this to me before we started the show, and I went, Baking Powder Master Race? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know more about said said crazy idea. He, um, uh, you know, you know the, the cult is 85% women. Right. And by this point, he has forced many of them to transition to men, to, to, to identifying as male, so that they can yes. marry each other off. 
Yes. But if you're going to have a compound and you're going to ensure the longevity of your organization, you have to start making babies. You know, this that's is true. Just, this is just one-on-one stuff. So how are you going to do that? Well, you're going to have to have the men donate sperm to the, to the women. And he, Jeff is going to pick which men to pair with which women to create the, the perfect golden children. He calls them golden children, but he's really creating a master race on a compound in Michigan. Because where else would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that this programming is available to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And I still growing, still going I can't strong. Wait to watch it. <laughs> still going there's, strong. There's something about cult stuff that I can't look away from. I have to watch yeah. everything about it. I, I, every, everyone knows who's listening. I've been obsessed with FLDS Church for as long as I can remember. It's still my favorite kind of cult behavior. Um, and I'll watch Keep Sweet, uh, pray, pray and Obey. As long as I can. Yeah, they we made... covered that on our podcast too. That was dark. Oh, that stuff is just there was a there was a series. Do you ever watch it? It was on A and E. It was called uh, Escaping Polygamy, and it was three sisters with the very unfortunate names of like Chanel, Hermes, <laughs> Birkenbag. Um, <laughs> that House wasn't their tooth. names. There wasn't their names, but they they were lovely women. But they were getting their like family members at, like of the order, and they're like, "We gotta go help our sister who's from like this this thing." And and they they all kind of kind of talked like Mormons in that in that they had Mormon speak, um, and and they would always rescue these people with less than adequate dental coverage, and then yeah. they would they would get them out and wonderfully. Sometimes they would go back and then there would always be that part where the women can finally dress how they want to. So they, they have like four earrings in their, in their ear and they go through their slut phase and you're like, I love that for you. <laughs> there's a, there's a permanent rum springer that begins. Yes. Oh, I love it. Y'all let's jump into this. Let's, uh, let's start out with, uh, with, with Gino and jazz with um wedded bliss or or po or pre-wedded bliss i should say we're not married yet if it <laughs> i would, i would love to know <laughs> what you did for a good year. <laughs> the 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 sheer terror that I experienced when you're first of all, Gino is still putting together IKEA furniture. Like my 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 engineering <laughs> degree is paid off, and and the and I also have to say the sound person who is giving Coco all of these little <laughs> is doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thank you. She, she walks in. Jasmine walks in in what I called a '80s real estate agent outfit. Yeah. Um, very yeah. emerald. She walks in. She's seething. She's basically chewing nails, and she's like, 
I would like, <laughs> you said, tonight, no. And he's like, there, and there is, there is, there is nothing that Gino can say to prevent <laughs> what's about to no. happen. <laughs> between, but between the volcano that's about to explode. And she says, he's like, well, I didn't go out. I, I didn't go out, Jasmine. And he's out. like, what about, what about Dana and Anthony? And he's like, oh, oh, you mean my bachelor party? Oh, you mean my whole bachelor party at a strip club? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's like, why didn't you tell me? Why, Gino? And then it goes into the, the screaming and the crying that ensues after is not about that he had one. She's like, because I had a bachelor party and I slapped asses of men and, and I, I showed my titties. I hung my ass outside of a bus. <laughs> so she did that. She's like, because I had one and it's only fair. And that's the first time I've ever heard Jan, uh, Jasmine say it's only fair for anything. Right. And then at one point she's like, it was that you didn't tell me. <laughs> he He makes the classic mistake that submit and uh, a, a lot of these guys make on the other way which is i didn't tell you because i didn't want you to be mad which is n which doesn't work with with anyone it ever. never and especially with someone like jasmine because she's gonna be mad regardless <laughs> oh yeah and yeah. the thing the thing about what jasmine is doing here uh she's like she's basically trying to get him to willingly did that to trick her or to 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 touch girls and right. and just which he to be did. <laughs> yes which he did and he should feel ashamed of that that that's the shame and the thing that Gino always looks at when he's like like about Jasmine is kind of the same look that Oppenheimer has at the end of the film <laughs> like how do I control this? And am I responsible? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like the guy that discovers artificial intelligence. Yes. He goes, did I do this? And I can't do anything to prevent it. <laughs> what have I unleashed on the world? <laughs> Jesus has taken the wheel. Jesus has taken the wheel. Look, I'm at a strip club. I don't know how I got here. <laughs> And there's an ass in my face. And I mean, what am I supposed to, I mean, I, I don't, just, it didn't look like a film crew. I think it was shot on a phone. Um, I don't know. It looked, it looked high def to me. I, I, oh, so you think someone, some, they took a crew. Oh, I think they took an entire ass crew <laughs> and, and they feel, I think they have eight hours of footage of this. And we are going to get a, we're going to get more than we bargained for at the tell-all. I'll tell you right now. I think you're dead right. And it just became clear. And Jasmine is going to scream. And maybe we'll even have one of the strippers as a guest. Yeah. And um, we're going to have a, a stage storm off within yes. 30 seconds of their segment uh, starting cinnamon come on out here <laughs> <laughs> brandy come on out 
And guess what? Spoiler alert, it's the same one. Uh, she's, already, uh, she's already been drinking. Um, when, so when I, I like that Jasmine says, what about the time you're spending with Dana? And he immediately knows, oh, the time I went with a f- close family member to a strip club. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then y'all, she's like, now it's interesting. He takes a different tack with her. Now he does, no, 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 you're overreacting. He doesn't ask for forgiveness first because no. she's on his turf now. It's really interesting. The 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 dynamic is different. And I think... She likes that better. Like he's he's fighting back, and it's something for her to punch against. Oh, it's much better for her if yeah. it's if it's a absolute scorched earth warfare that gets her going way more than, than totally. sad than sad uh, placate. You know, just just like um, no, totally. Gino, you can't. And that's no good. She basically says, I want to take it back to Panama. And she throws the ring. This is easily her seventh time throwing the ring at Gino. Throwing something. Uh, and then she's holding Coco. And Coco is thinking, God damn this crazy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're going on a plane again. Fuck. It's like this is this is hard this is hard work being someone's emotional support animal. Uh, I it's it was it, we didn't we didn't get a ton of them this week, and I gotta say it's kind of refreshing because yeah. we got a lot. Thank God, a lot more of guinea pig land, which we is my very, favorite place to be. We got a short, concentrated dose, and that feels right. It does, uh, and it feels like enough. Yeah. The the other reason why I'm completely convinced that they took a whole ass Sharp Productions camera crew to the strip club is because of the way that uh, Dana's wife just told oh. everything to Jasmine like immediately with no hesitation in such a confident manner. I that was just set up, teed up. For You're exactly drama. right. And this is the one woman who doesn't think that she's here to use our government um, or to harvest dollars, to harvest the American dollar. Um, and so they're they're going to thank God that woman's there. So it's going to be her like kind of her. You know how uh, Danielle had fake friends and Nicole had fake friends. Yeah. You gotta have instigators. Uh, you gotta have you gotta have fake friends. And ja- so Jasmine's yeah. going to have her as a fake friend. <clears throat> and I swear that when, 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 when she heard, he's she, she, ja, Jasmine went, she's like, you know, when he had the bachelor party and Jasmine, she's like, he had a bachelor party and she's trying at every moment not to become a dragon. <laughs> Just to, And she's like, I'm talking to Michelle. I'm trying to hold it together, but she's not. She's like, Oh, I can't wait to talk about that when I get home with him. Smoke <laughs> coming out of her ears. Yeah. <laughs> and it is I- very entertaining. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my, um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. (sighs) Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. I really liked when Gino said, I can't marry someone that gets so upset. It just too late, who- buddy. Where have you, have you been asleep for the last two years? What are you talking about? This actually is on the the bottom 50% I agree. Of, of freakouts that she's had on because this season. <laughs> <laughs> some of it, some of it actually seems reasonable as yeah. well. And yeah. I think it was her power suit that made her <laughs> feel like she's. I'm, I'm very convinced. <laughs> I want to vote for you. I know it was it it was it was very um it was very Hillary Clinton like when she said I'm not some Tammy Wynette standing by my man uh on the Today Show uh can we talk about uh, moving on to Nikki and Justin um uh, <clears throat> again I I hate this storyline I too. don't think I don't think there is any type of brightness in it yeah i think it's all based on two people using each other 
and uh, and not for the right way. And not neither one of them are really doing that, are really having a connecting the relationship in a safe way for the other person. Yeah. And neither one of these people needs to be with anyone right now. Um, uh, and I don't know. I, the one thing, the one bright spot of this whole segment was Jessica Delilah, the dog, Jessica Delilah. That's that is the name. Yeah, that's That's the name. Y'all, this sounds like from the house of Delilah from RuPaul's Drag Race, all of a sudden, like, there's all these others. There's, there's like, Asha Delilah. There's Jessica Delilah. Uh, Kyle's looking at me like he has no fucking idea what's happening. No, I I just feel homophobic. I just, no, I just feel like that (laughs) should have definitely been one of Brandy's kids' names. (laughs) Jessica Delilah. (laughs) Brooklyn Jessica Delilah. Brooklyn Jessica Delilah. Jessica Delilah to the main stage. Tip her well, y'all. Um, <laughs> I also wrote down that uh, Justin's parents are the same age as I am. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> she may be 50s, uh, but she's. Not oh, much. I thought I thought oh. you were being literally like. <laughs> Just like they put the ages on the, they didn't put the ages on the screen, so I wasn't sure if you were being serious. But I'm okay. saying they kind of look, they they, they look it, young. It is an Eastern European country, and they they wear their age a little differently in, yeah. in some yeah. places. Um, I um I hate this couple too. Uh, yeah, I I think first and foremost, I think they're both just bad people. Yep, yep. It's for um, fame. You know, I mean, they're like just gross humans. Uh, Nikki has a rap sheet. Uh, She's committed Medicare fraud Mm -hmm. for which she was like found guilty of. She's trying to she's been trying to be on TV forever. I don't really know what she's going for with her kind of career trajectory. It seems like very fragmented and she's never really had any success anywhere. And so she just kind of tries anything, which is, which, which is, is frustrating because, you know, if you want authentic storylines, I just don't, I I find the casting mystifying because it's so transparently just uh, someone that has been trying to get on reality TV forever. And there's still a part of me that feels like 90 day fiance as successful as it is, should be above this kind of person that just wants to be on TV. You know, I, totally I agree. feel like, like uh, we're not better than that. Like the number one reality show for years and years, like this is what we got left in it on be- the casting it- cutting room floor at this point. It besmirches the show completely. Um, yeah. And, I I just have to say that this is someone who is there's no room to have a relationship to love someone when you've got that much hurt. And and there's no way you can have a two-way street because you just need 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 the validation that's coming out of you and I'm sure a lot of that happened with with her transition and how she's had to become, but God, you can, your transition, you, 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 your transition, you transitioned in your twenties or before 
you're 46 and it's almost like you transitioned three days ago. It can't be your whole fucking reason for living in personality. You can't still be that needy. It's unbelievable. And I'm sure that I'm sure that she's had a really, really hard life. Totally. For sure. Totally. And and so I sympathize a lot with the backstory. But in terms of making a reality TV storyline, it's it's very boring at this point. It to is. Me. And yeah. he's dry as dust. Um, because and he I thinks don't... cosplaying as Nazis is hilarious. So I just <laughs> yeah, I have nothing but contempt for him. He's not kind when people pointed it out. Um, he, he doubled did, down. He doubled down. Like yeah. the littlest clan member. You know, she doubled down and uh, yeah. she shuffled off. Uh, they haven't gotten rid of him, but... Um, I don't really, I think it's because they haven't got rid of him because they didn't find more, um, like they did with Alina. With, with, uh, with Alina, it did continue to escalate and, you know, you kick over a rock and you'd find something horrific. She said 10 years ago, I do think part of it has to do with, you know, uh, Alina's a woman. Yeah, it's much easier to is. just like uh, for social media to just like devastate someone with a really hot uh, white guy. It yeah. seems like and we just moved on. <laughs> and it's a tr- it's a trans storyline. So we need we, this is this is something that is essential to that they that they want to tell these stories. Yeah. And um, it, it's but it's sad that. Who said this? So we were talking to someone. Any representation is representation, I guess. Right. Um, but I don't know. I I just feel like I have to take issue with that. I. Um, but I'm. I I, mean, I understand. I in a, in a way I understand that line of thinking because you do want to show that trans people are just like anyone else. They're not a totally. monolith of thinking and values and morality. And, and they can be just awful as, garbage people. Right. There's, <laughs> by, by showing that there are trash people, that they're not, not all trans people are these perfect embodiments like, uh, like Gabe, right? Yeah, like totally. flawless person. It is humanizing. So yeah. I guess that's good in, in one respect. Yeah. But you're um, not showing – what's being shown with Nikki is not a real it's – it's not a real reflection of who she is. It's a manufactured no. version for TV, and it's it's so inauthentic. I think it probably does more harm than good. I would agree. And I think I think they definitely regret, regret this casting choice. Um, I'm sure – she hasn't been easy to film. <laughs> Nightmare. And yeah, uh, I still say I still don't know what they're still doing in Moldova. It, it is this the is a before the ninety days storyline. Story it's the weirdest story. I think they're just trying to capitalize on the heartwarming, in quotes, idea of the his family accepting her. Um, but it feels completely fake. Um, like I, I think the, the mom, I, I have to say this mom is very much a 
big personality too. So you kind of see where he, where his ideas about some, where women he wants to date. It's sure. larger than life. And I went, yeah. oh, that says a lot, mom. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you buy the storyline, this episode's kind of heartwarming because yeah, it's supposed it's supposed to be these this I, this isn't this isn't the same as like how a person who's bigoted in the United States would approach this though at all. Absolutely not, because because I don't think these people are exposed as much to anti-trans bigotry. Like directly as as we are in the United States in our media, I just think they, I don't even think they really think about it. That they much. don't know what it is because it's yeah. so foreign. Um, right. And I think he had he had the presence of mind to explain his parents and say this is. He even said this is. You can see the the work that I've made. What I did right. to explain to them probably in great detail what you did in your transition that you're a woman that you that I love you and that we're going to be together maybe soft pedal that part about him being 18 19 we're going to not 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 talk about that too much yeah. um, let's not do too much Paul and Carini math there <laughs> That's a certain type of math. It's like they say girl math and boy math, all those trends. Paul and Karini math. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a good math. It's like no. buy five, save five, Paul. <clears throat> God boy. I'm in some ways, I'm really glad they're out of they're out of their eye, but God, there were some great moments. There were some wonderful cuckoo bird moments. Uh, the cuckoo, well, that, the cuckooness hasn't really stopped. It's just moved from TV to Instagram. <laughs> it's true. Um, so, Did you follow the saga of him ending up on an island in a hammock, like running from the authorities? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, this was great. Oh, wow. This is a whole thing. Karini was on Instagram saying that Paul was missing and she hadn't been able to get a hold of that him. That I did hear. Yeah, well, the the resolution to that was it turns out he was fine. He was on the lamb in a, a hammock on an island, uh, presumably girl. presumably pursuing underage girls in the Amazon. But the authorities were coming after him for um, not showing up to court in the U.S. And so he just like went off grid. That's very pole. Yeah. It doesn't work when you reemerge after like three days. <laughs> oh, yeah, we knew it was all possible when he runs in and looks at that water and you looked at his eyes and you saw an actual frightened animal. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that episode. That actually, that was my, that was my like, like, here, have a first taste, kid. The first right. one is free. When yeah. I saw when I saw him run into the forest and I saw Thebes take Karini's phone with machetes. Looking like Annalie seeing Clayton's jeans in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and the full body revulsion that happens. 
Yeah. <laughs> and those acid wash jeans. Um, y'all, the, the thing about this, I don't want to put too much into this because I think it was massaged for TV. It felt really massaged. The mom has pictures of their first engagement dinner and blah, blah, blah. And I, I wonder if Nikki's communicated with this woman in 20 years. It doesn't seem like it at all. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like they have a relationship. They met a couple of times. It seems like the last thing that mom even thought about Nikki is that she dumped her son and kicked his ass on a plane back to Moldova. Right. And the most, the most interesting thing, this whole scene is two things uh, struck me. I wrote down, now that's a pink wall color. (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's common. (laughs) Oh God. And I've been in some uh, communist block apartments in Poland, and yes. they look exactly the same. Yes. And then at one point, you could tell that Jessica Delilah enjoys having the house to herself as being the child who's there because the stepfather can't keep his hands off of her. And they keep going, what you do, 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 do. I'm like, they have two guests, and that dog is still their baby. <laughs> Someone's someone's going to come for me and say, my dog is my baby. I don't care who I have over. Oh, God. No, I just I you can tell the dog kind of has a problem with them even being there. Um, Yeah. So moving on, uh, they he basically tells his mom, we will visit. They they go outside because his mom's having a moment. I. She almost, she almost looks like someone who, like an older Bond girl, <laughs> like, like, like white hair. You could see her like a snow bunny thing. James, uh, when would you come to visit me again, James? Uh, you could see her at at the at a ball at the Kremlin. Yes, thirty and years is, ago. This is her her at fifty three now. Yeah, 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 and. She so, tried to make it on the stage, but the competition was too stiff back then. Too much. I yeah. agree. And they are, he basically tells her, I will come back. Uh, you, we, you'll see us get married, blah, blah, blah. And then they ask, and I think this is completely staged, when she said, how did you and Daniel accept Daniel, the stepfather, to accept me being trans? And it's such a weird question to ask. And it felt so clinical. Very, um, very. And it, you know, it felt like. Uh, it's a it, bingo card or a checkbox. It did. Like, pull, pull everything back to this one cornerstone of my personality, because I, I think a, a reasonable, like, let's, let's just say, her. let's, let's just say that this is real. Like it's not scripted. I feel like a reasonable person would be able to infer based on the fact that they're totally accepting of you marrying their kid and moving to the United States. They're like, okay, maybe I can infer that the trans issue is is settled. I don't yeah. need to go there directly. But we felt like we needed to say it on camera um, and say people can do whatever they like. Um, even though I, I don't even, 
maybe maybe the maybe this this maybe his parents possess some knowledge of of trans identity more than the normal more than we expect. But it sounded like they just kind of went, whatever they want to do is their business. Uh, I'm just happy that he we don't have to support him anymore. <laughs> right. That, that's I mean, have you seen his Instagram? Like. We got to get this kid out of here. Is it's it's just I, it's just thirst traps. Idle hands, you know. You 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 let a Moldovan guy be single for too long. The next thing you know, he's in an SS outfit and a beamer <laughs> on TikTok. I mean, we gotta get this kid out of the house. Gotta get him somewhere where he may not be uh swept up by militant groups. Um New Jersey. And- <laughs> God, I, uh, it is, it is interesting. This is episode eight and these two are not even, it doesn't even seem like there's a possibility of him coming. I don't even think they're at step one in the visa process. Yeah. That's why this is, this is such bullshit. Yeah. And, um, and she keeps saying, his visa could come in any day. And then I don't know what I would do. No, you haven't even applied. I totally agree with you. You don't have the money. <laughs> <laughs> to be frank, I think yeah. her mother, I think her mother pays for her fucking apartment. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. I've seen her that all that all those shoots and things that she was doing, y'all, no, no one, no one has a shoot on a reality show like that. If you're not trying to protest too much, it's she doesn't have anything. She doesn't have a pot to piss in. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's I would I would suggest you do like all of us when you watch this storyline. Don't put too much into what they say, and just read between the lines and read what they're not saying, and. Just kind of shut your eyes and grin and bear it to the end like we're doing. Because <laughs> that's exactly what the people who talk about these shows are doing. No one likes this storyline. It's no. the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I really like Ashley and Manuel, though. Me, too, for a different reason in that um, I think – these two people could not be more ill-suited for one another. The worst. It's so <laughs> great to watch. <laughs> I know. And it is co- and what the only thing they seem to have in common is fucking. Fucking. Yeah. I was going to say cock. Just cock. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. fucking. F U C K I N apostrophe. And it's, um, it's it, I love to see the gap in self-awareness from Ashley about <laughs> that. And it happens almost um, instantaneously in frames. Like the, the editing is so brilliant and there's, and the, the, you make you like, you, you, you're just not aware. You're not aware of this. And then the producer will ask her a question. She'll kind of like smile and then she gets it. It's incredible. I, I, of all of the people on 90 Day Fiance I've ever seen, there has never been a person more diametrically opposed personality-wise to my wife than Ashley. Because I swear, if I said, 
something 10% as gnarly as Manuel does to her. Can you imagine? Uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex for months. And yet she is able to separate those in her mind. They're completely different yeah. parts of her left brain, right brain, where she can be, she, she hate fucks. Oh yeah. And totally. I have, I like a part of me wonders what life would be like if I could just say the most wild shit and then fuck my way to an apology. It would be a totally different world. I don't know if your wife has that skill set. Uh, no. Oh God, no. <laughs> you would just you would just have some nice rat poison sandwiches waiting for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. She would shit under my pillow if I ever wanted to get laid again. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I think there is something there. There's also, um, for her, there is a, it's a self-image issue. Um, it's an insecurity issue yeah. and it's at the root of everything. And it's, and it's kind of, I think she's makes a great TV. I think she's probably, um, a fun hang if you don't have to talk to her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you know, if she's the one person, in the party, you kind of catch a snatch of this and get uh, Maddie said, Oh, I think she'd be fun to hang out. And I'm like, are you fucking crazy? She yeah. talked your ear off. The first and- couple episodes I was with him on that. I thought she would be fun to hang out with, but now I Absolutely feel like she would not. now. She, I feel like she would just bring up her and Manuel's drama, and ex, and she would expect you to listen to her and play therapist. It would and be exhausting. The worst thing about it, she would talk about him when he's right there, right there in English, right I there. I don't know if we've had anyone do that. Um, it's, it's really a, uncomfortable. 
It's appalling to me. Um, when she called her friend and she's Wild. like, I just need, I just need to call you and tell you what Manuel did right now. And they're just speaking. And he's like, I guess I'm going to sit here while you talk shit about me. It's very, I mean, he doesn't speak very good English, but it's very clear what's occurring. And even her friend asks, is he right there in the fucking car? <laughs> because she's like, because she, even she's having problems. So you're doing this to someone you love? <laughs> Are we really doing this right now? And then she screams that he, so this entire fight happens because he's just, He's just fucking with her. And it's hard for me to under to know if he's being sincere. He's fucking with it's, her about her coffee habit. It's tricky. It's tricky. And I, I, I don't know if he's just a master troll or he's actually upset about this yet. But she, this is how I, they pick at each other. They yeah, pick at each they, other this way. She's not ready to have a fight today about it, though. Because she's... So he's picking at her. And honestly... She gets this. This is where I had to cash in my chips. She's making coffee at home and she's got it in a fucking mason jar without a top. <laughs> Y'all knew I was going to bring this up. I guarantee you, Maddie would have brought this up day one. I have uh, walked, I have gone somewhere with a coffee mug in my car because I don't know where my trap. My, my, my travel mug is y'all. You are going to be wearing that coffee at the first pothole in the road. And, and she spills she, it instantly. And then she says, here, hold this. And she's on her phone. Then the bitch has a, co the bitch has she got has another Starbucks. coffee. She has a can. <laughs> it's like a parody. This is like I a know. commercial of a, of like, I'm a coffee addict. Yeah. That's what I do. Ever, all my friends say I'm a coffee addict here. Hold my coffee. I'm a coffee addict. Or it's like a hidden camera show. Where you just try to up the ante on how absurd a situation, like a curb your enthusiasm or yes. something. And and that's why, that's why, and then it feels like Manuel is Larry David. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> and it this and I do agree, Manuel has said some really shitty things to her. And do I think I think and I, I don't really want to fully defend him here, but I feel like she constantly infantilizes him and he resents the fuck out of her. Yeah. Um, and I, this is so we, I, we've said this. Before. They, we they really them. can't understand. They can't understand each other's lifestyle at all. No. Nothing. And yeah. my, my question is how these people seemingly, we saw them at the 90 day anniversary thing as one of their kind of couples. How are these people going to get together? I don't know. That means that, that has to mean they got married, right? It has to, that has to mean that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I <laughs> that's all I can just do is, ah, and, and the way I, I still can't get over the fact that he brings, she like kind of like brings him. It's almost like she like takes him by the hand and sits him down and he just, he just like sits there. And at one point she just kind of forgets he's there and stops translating and just talks shit about him to her friends who talk more shit. Right. 
And he's just, and then he even says, he even says, I feel like I don't exist in her world. Or I don't mean much. He's really just a penis um, that is just there to anger her. Yeah. And then satisfy her 10 minutes later. And then just create this very strange and clearly... It's drama it, loop. It, she... Yeah. Like, she... I, I, I don't want to say that she's emotionally intelligent, but she she thinks that she is. She she, could, she thinks she's like an emotional... She, she thinks that she's a genius with relationships and yeah. communication and it's so odd to me that she can't see how dark this is. <laughs> it is. And it's so dark. And when he said in the therapist's office, I just kind of sit there and watch and enjoy it. Yeah. And what he meant there, y'all, is getting back at her. Right. He, that's the resentment thing. He sees and, her spiraling and just leans into it. And it's like... I, I understand. I, I think he's got a nasty, cruel side, too. Yeah. And yeah. and I don't think for her, I think there is part of that. I don't know if she sees him as actually an um, an equal partner. I don't know. And I, oh, not and, at all. And, and that and that to me is unforgivable. Um, that's that's a, that's, that's non-starter. And right. um, it's. He, my favorite line in this, I have to say, is when they're at the fucking candle shop. Because why does she take him to all these stupid, like, hippy-dippy activities that she knows he's going to hate? <laughs> hippy-dippy activities that probably cost hundreds of dollars. <laughs> A candle-making se session? Yeah. Uh, there's no way this isn't 50 bucks a person minimum. <clears throat> Oh, and I can only imagine what, what whipped cream candle. That's too sweet. I can already tell you. Um, <laughs> birthday cake candle. <laughs> birthday cake. I have a problem with sweet candles. I've gone on the record about this. <laughs> bed, 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 Bath & Body Works can go like die in a fire. Yeah, I agree. Or not. I'm sorry. What's the candle? What's the candle that smells really bad? Is it Bath and Body Works? I'm sorry, not Bed Bath and Body Works. Bath and Close Body enough. Works can they can all burn. Um, I need to I need to be careful about that because I said I wished my my the building next to me would burn down, Kyle. And the <laughs> next day, the fire trucks were here, Kyle. I'm worried that I'm manifesting things like a witch in Salem. Um, I'm a little worried. Or a, a witch in Dominican Republic. Seriously. Mitra Bajo es Bruja is still my favorite thing she said. Mitra Bajo es Bruja. Yo tengo internet. When that first episode came on, I, I just walked around my house and says, Yo tengo internet. Yo tengo internet, Manuel. Yo tengo internet, Manuel. Yo tengo wifi. <laughs> she's ridiculous anyway they are he this woman is explaining the candles and she he just goes in spanish you explained it perfectly but too bad i don't understand a word <laughs> <laughs> this is a game to this guy and, and and i guess i guess it gets to the point there's a certain type of person where 
you know you have zero power in the situation. No power and kind of like infinite time. Yes. Which is really interesting because like if if I was taken to a candle making class, I would be just profoundly irritated the entire time. I would fake I would fake a seizure or something to get out of I, it. I just I have too much shit going on to yep. do something that I have no interest in doing. And I would wish uh, if if my wife wanted to do it, I would wish her well. Invite your friends, have a great time. I'd be miserable. But with him, he clearly is not into this. But he has all the time in the world, and and causing a stink is his hobby. Yes, he yes. Lo- he actually loves this shit because he can ruin her good time. Yeah, and they can start a fight, and he he. Which is which that, is a direct line to vagina. Yes, and it equalizes power because yeah. once they're in the sexo time, time, time of, when they're in sexy time, all of a sudden power is equalized. Right. Um, and it 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 that's the that's the cycle that he needs to go in to feel like he has to use a Seinfeld reference. He has hand. Have you seen the the. You've never watched Seinfeld, probably. Have no, you? I I have seen that. that. Yes, yeah, it. I had hand. You're gonna need it. <laughs> <laughs> I I quote Seinfeld all the time, so it's, it feels like the only the, the. But we have a lot of listeners who've watched it, so I. But there are people who have never seen like single episodes of it. That's um, I I don't know how you. Those people have never stayed in a hotel then. <laughs> That's like when someone says they've never seen an episode of Forensic Files. I say you've never stayed in a hotel. Yeah, never. Because it's always you're, Air, you're Airbnb only with the fucking uh, Vivo TV or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Roku. Uh, Roku. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Mine said I'm like, Ro- what the fuck is this? At a Roku TV. <laughs> Anyway, y'all, they are, they ask, so how's it going? We're going to make candles. Well. We're doing some wedding planning. Uh, And she, then we bring up. What's up with him sending money? Because that's appropriate to bring up. (laughs) (laughs) This was, this was so fed to her. And, and then, and then she's like, it's funny you talk about that. You okay, Manuel? You listening? You can duck out if you like, or you can sit right there because you're literally in the next chair to me and you're in our foursome and we're going to talk about you and the shady shit you do right in front of you. And you can't understand us, but you know, we're talking about you. It's the most. Smell your candle and shut the (laughs) fuck up. It's the most disrespectful thing. I, I I have no words for it um, when it happens. I don't know if we if we've seen to this degree. People have done it to this degree. It happened. It, it has happened for sure. Well, like I just just thinking about like um, the the best example I think that's ever happened on the show was Samit's mom. <laughs> oh yes, just like to Jenny. Devastating Jenny, right? To, just right in front of her, and she has no idea. <laughs> that that is, and and that's pretty comparable. Um, yeah. And oh god, I'll never forget when Samit's father said, "So you want to marry an oldie? Why not marry a hundred year old?" <laughs> <laughs> and you know, 
I'm like, Yo. I think they're talking about me, but I don't know what they're saying. <laughs> Do they think I'm too old for him? Oh, there's a worm. I want to eat it. Um, <laughs> the thing is, y'all, they're, they're happy <laughs> now. They're happy now. <laughs> I know. They're totally fine. <laughs> and I'm so, I can't believe it. I'm so happy for them. Fucking Kimberly, fucking Kimberly uh, coming for Jenny and Submit on TikTok. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Don't come for our chicken queen. Um, anyway, y'all, they, uh, then we get into something that we almost always get into with either Latin American culture, South American culture, sending back money. Um, by now, um, you know, if you've been watching this for long enough, it is, it is expected, especially, uh, it, it, it was, it was Pedro's whole storyline. It's harvesting. Um, yeah, it's harvesting the American dollar. Ha- accessing the American economy, which means Ashley's checking account. <laughs> now, what he does say, and the the what I do, what I am kind of staggered by, is this guy's. Even though she's telling him, she's like, "Yep, well, you're my wife, and um, we're gonna use your money for a while, and uh, then I'm gonna pay you back every single cent." And he doesn't even seem really contrite about it. <laughs> He's yeah. just like, yeah, it's kind of impressive to watch. So I, I think, I think that makes sense though, because I can't see a world where this isn't a well understood part of the equation before he gets there. I can't believe she did not know about this. I think she does. I think she's totally full of shit. I I do. I am willing to believe though that she didn't really understand the amount that it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. But there's. I think the reason that he is so matter of fact about it is that I think he did tell her, like, "Look, I I support my kids, right." You you really think that I can come over there unless you? I'm sure that they. I think he's tra- straight up told her, like, if I move there, you're paying for my kids until I can work. Right. That's just the way it is. It's 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 not it's it's not a an exploitative thing. It's not even an emotional thing. It's literally just logistically. This what is has how to things happen. are. It yeah, and and I don't even think it, in this case, it's a Latin American culture thing or whatever. If if you're paycheck to paycheck, and you moved here from the UK. It wouldn't and be the mom any different. And the mom doesn't support the kids. Yeah, yeah, you. Someone has to pay for the fucking kids. And so if I move to uh, wherever the fuck she lives, uh, you're gonna have to pay for her. Otherwise, I have to Rochester. work hard. Yeah, uh, Rochester, right? Otherwise, I'm gonna have to save up some money somehow. Yeah. Before I go out there. So you want me now or later? Did you did you notice something when she said it's like a monthly bill? Yeah, there children. Was, children are a monthly bill. <laughs> there was something in that that I went, God, that's self-involved. Yeah, she doesn't, she doesn't she doesn't yeah. get it. She doesn't at all. And also the idea that kids are a fixed expense is so absurd. Right. But but may I mean, maybe someone that's young and doesn't have kids maybe wouldn't put that together on their own. I can maybe right. forgive it a little bit, but like, what if the kid breaks their fucking arm? Like, do you really right. think, do you, like, I don't think that they are taking that 300 
and stashing some of it for a rainy day. No, they need to feed them and get them clothes and get them to school and shit. And then, just like you said, he brings up things like, you balk at the money, but you paid $130 for the vet bill for the dog, and the cat gets this, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I know pets pets are her family, but what he's saying is you... I can't imagine with her Mitra Bajoas Bruja, she's not making that much money off of Bruhaing, but so I'm sure she has another job. I think it, she makes zero off of Bruhaing. <laughs> unless, unless which, which influencing is a bigger genre than I thought. She's, she has another job. Um, yeah. And it seems like with this, as you said before, 50 bucks, maybe 75 a person. These are expenses, and if you, I guarantee you, if she she totaled up her two coffees a day, can you imagine? Right. And I think he's trying to give her a little bit of like a reality check of you don't have a fucking budget. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know if you have three hundred dollars. You don't know how much fucking money you spend in a month. Yeah, I mean, I, I, from his perspective, I can see why for this entire conversation regardless of the amount is insanely insulting. Yep. For one thing, you're having you're you're airing dirty laundry in front of her friends in English. Mm-hmm. It, right in front of him. It's 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 asinine. And you but, want them to like him supposedly. But but two, like you're talking about this sending money back in the context of is he scamming or not? Yep, that's exactly which, which, and which a, like a trope if you're if you're Manuel, you're thinking like, okay, even if I am scamming, I mean, I'm sending that money to my. I, I actually have kids. I didn't make up the kids. So yeah. like we've we've Kim and I have talked about this. Like, is Manuel just does he really like Ashley? Like he really likes her tits, but I don't really know beyond that. Honestly, at this point, if he even enjoys being in her company. Besides having sex. So is he scamming like at a high level, perhaps, but sending 300 bucks to take care of two kids, that just seems like a practical logistical reality. Like that doesn't scream scam. Totally agree. I consider this when you saying, does he love Ashley? Does he do this? I consider this as part of what I call the Hazel principle (laughs) (laughs) of Tariq and Hazel. You could say, does Hazel love Tariq? Hmm. Well, he was the best that came along. Yeah. And also, can I live with them? And also, could I get what I want for my children and have a better life for them? So it's not just about the wonder of American romantic love. It is more than that. It, I don't have a problem with the transactional nature of a relationship if both parties agree it's transactional. Exactly. And Ashley clearly doesn't see this she that has, way at she all. She has no fucking clue. No, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think Tariq must have known, right? <laughs> God. After the pillow barrier, you got to think. <laughs> I really these think- que- quote <laughs> these questions are dumb and stupid. My life is none of your business. <laughs> That's a great foundation to build on. My life is none of your business. Yeah, yeah. 
And y'all, he does the stereotypical, um, I'm done, and walks out. Mother, He's Mother Debbie Dunn. Mother, Mother Angela Dunn. Mother Angela. They all leave, and, uh, and at one point, she says, prophetically perhaps, to the camera, I aggressively misunderstood how intense this problem is. (laughs) Aggressive misunderstanding is her specialty. Hi, I, this, this woman is, this woman is perfect for this show. Oh yeah. However, it's, it's, I can't imagine this turning out well. It's not, she's, it's not a perfect relationship. (laughs) <laughs> they get fucking married though. <laughs> well, remember what I said. Three years uh, is great. Um, uh, it's, I, it's fantastic. I, I really believe that I love this storyline. I love this one. I love Guinea Pig Corner. Um, I can't get enough. Uh I'm I'm I, I Gino and Jasmine, they 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 make it fun and it's entertaining. You, um, they're a known quantity. You yeah, know what you're getting. You, you know what you're getting. Devin and Nick, that's gonna feel like old hometown, old season ninety throwback. That's it's one of those things where like nothing's really happened yet, but you could see the potential for horror coming. Yeah. Also, we've got a new couple next week. And you saw this. Now, I said someone posted this in our in our Facebook group, the Sissy Squad, and I went. These are some love after lockup looking it, motherfuckers. I was going to say the exact same thing. This dude just got out, and she looks sketch. And him and those neck tattoos, and he looks like he is twelve, going on forty eight. Um, How does he have a job to sponsor her with his neck it, tattoos and his? It is. It is frankly terrifying. <laughs> and that's going to be the storyline that I'm going to have to white knuckle through. Um, where it's like, you know how Love After Lockup, sometimes you just kind of white knuckle through some storylines. I'm, I'm worried this is going to feel too real. Oh, yeah. This um, is like Breaking Bad, way too real to be comfortable watching. And y'all, they are the Yolanda slot. So this is, this is episode nine. <laughs> and we remember what happened slot. to Yolanda. That's what we call it. There's always a Yolanda yeah, slot. No. So who's going to, what couple is going to end next week then? That's true. It's, well, I, I can't, I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine Nikki or I can't imagine Robin Soapy making it much longer. Yeah. I don't know. They weren't at the party. <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. You I know think they would he, come. I think he was dancing at. I think he was dancing at a club down the street. Um, <laughs> no, I think. Uh, I don't know. I. I. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm for all things Ashley and Manuel. I'm for all things Guinea Pig Corner. The others are fine. I. I. But I. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's, yeah. it's interesting. Like if you, if you look at each individual couple, the only one that I profoundly hate watching is Nikki and, yep. and Igor. But at the same time, I still have a general feeling of malaise about the season. Yeah. 
Yeah. But if you if you look at each one, like I like a lot of them. Uh, I guess I really hate watching Rob, but yeah, overall, for some reason, like uh, six out of eight being tolerable ain't bad, but I still don't like it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I. I, I always say I don't like any of them, but I can I can appreciate the storylines. I feel like season nine was worse. We had Jabri yeah, and yeah, yeah. I I uh, agree. I can agree with that. I, I don't think I think we have at least two, maybe three people we can actually be invested in. Um the others were oh that season. Kyle. Thank you so much uh, for welcome. guesting and tell us, tell us where we can find you in all things reality. Cray cray. Well, we have um, crawled back into a cave away from social media. We just, we, we, after five years of podcasting, we realized how much we just hate everything. <laughs> um, so we really, you can find us on our website, reality. Interesting. Marketing. And Interesting. We've done literally no marketing for years. This is the most marketing we've done in the last six months, me being on this show. So I thank you it. for having me. Go to realitycraycray.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You know, just search Reality Cray Cray. We're there. That's and all. You're, and you're like your your uh, your Patreon and your Supercast. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're worse than me. When when we have to when we have to promote something, I'm like, what do we need? I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk about this. Well, we we have you know uh, we've been doing our D sides documentary podcast for the last few years. You can find that on on Patreon and Supercast. That we have a ton of fun doing that. We just as as I talked about earlier, like we we just did Twin Flames, and that was hysterical. I had so much fun watching that. <laughs> I do these recaps at the beginning of the podcast in case you don't have this, the particular streaming service or you just don't remember because you watched a long time ago. And I lost my shit laughing just doing the recap <laughs> where I, I just, I just read I my, need, I raise, I basically just read my notes really fast that I took to remind people what happened. And I couldn't even get through reading my own notes without laughing. It was so good. That's how I do when we, when I cover Eurovision every year. <laughs> <laughs> when I just read my notes, I'm like, what the fuck? And I realized I was drunk by the time I, I got here. <laughs> by the time I got to Serbia, I was wasted. Um, uh, thank you again, Kyle. Uh, Maddie will be back next week. Um, but y'all, we will, we will continue to plow through this season. I'm sure we're taking a break for Christmas. Uh, this year, Christmas and New Year's, uh, I think we, we, we will not have shows. I mean, Two like weeks maybe, off. Yeah. <laughs> but what a, what a luxury. Kyle, thank you again. This was great. Thank you for having me. We will see y'all next week.